Bunsen, Dolly, Internal, Why do we need Patrick, Oscar, Isaac, Transplanting, Steve. Nick, it's a cup of COVID. Oh, I'm having a cup of tea and I'm vaguely irritated. Why are you irritated, mate? Because every time, every morning, I just switch my Facebook on to see yeah. what's going on with my In fun friends. My yeah. fun friends. Fun. Oh, it's only your fun friends on Facebook, is it? Usually it's to find out what their babies are doing these days. Uh, I bet, yeah. So it's not as interesting as it used to be. <laughs> but anyway, an advert popped up on my feed from Rowland Earthing. And it's a picture of a woman getting into bed with what looks like an electric blanket, but it's not an electric blanket. Okay. It's an earthing sheet. Okay. Join thousands of people across the UK who are choosing to sleep grounded with the Roland earthing sheet. Grounding, otherwise known as earthing, provides the body with an unlimited supply of free electrons. These are most of the most potent antioxidants found anywhere in nature. And they observe through our skin every time we come into the contact with Earth's surface. Ah. Anyway, it goes on. Basically, it's you a sheet. The, that touches the ground. ground. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that irritated um, me. I can understand that. So the uh, so having unlimited electrons means your it's, he- it's health. Health. You get you get your you're less likely to yeah everything from wearing rubber soled shoes to the use of synthetic flooring materials all block our ability to absorb electrons from the earth. Wow! There are twenty one so... peer reviewed studies backing up the science of this invention. I, I bet there's not. <laughs> They're not in the most reputable of journals. Anyway, is, look, all, is it all in the Lancet and the New England Journal of Medicine? That's topical, <laughs> and that takes me on to COVID oh. cover today. So a a day or two ago, you remember we discussed how chloroquine worked, hydrochloroquine. Yeah, it was the the cheeseburger analogy. It was, yeah. The um, basically the the viruses don't like having their lysosomes um, monkeyed with alkaline aided, made more alkaline. Anyway, that's not what I'm talking about today. That's how it people think it works. So Trump was banging on about hydroxychloroquine and he was taking it, he was taking it. That's what he's telling people, what he was doing, what he was saying, not necessarily closely aligned. Oh, you think he, you think he was lying even about that? Well, I don't know. If you, can you verify it, Steve? Well, I think you have to take the man at his word, don't you? <laughs> what, Otherwise, what's, what's the point President of having Donald any Trump. politicians? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. my God. Well, maybe anyway, there was a big paper that actually I retweeted it because um, it looked quite a powerful study. It's a study published in um, The Lancet, actually, and it was a study of 96,000 patients. That's a lot. Yeah, some of whom were not taking chloroquine, most of whom were not taking hydroxychloroquine or chloroquine, some of which were. This is COVID related. Yes, exactly. So this is finding, this is kind of aimed to find out whether or not hydroxychloroquine or chloroquine is harmful and whether it improves. I don't know. For anyone that doesn't know, The Lancet is probably the most respected medical journal. Uh, no, I disagree extremely strongly about that. <laughs> okay, well, it's more about, if you think about the BMJ and the New England Journal as kind of the Times and maybe the Telegraph or the Guardian, The Lancet's a bit more like the Sun or the Mirror. Okay, fair enough. So The Lancet's, that's probably belittering The Lancet a little bit too much. <laughs> I should probably take that back a bit. But they do tend to public, publish sensational stuff. They published the Wakefield autism vaccine right. trial 
Um, and their editor, Richard Horton, he's a bit of a maverick, appears on programmes and has very strong opinions about things. Okay. All so right. it's a bit more of a maverick journal than the other ones. Right, so anyway, like the BBC. Well, it depends who you ask about the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> If you talk to friends at Lockdown Skeptics, they'll give you a different response okay. to uh, Toby Young's uh, yeah. web page. Anyway, look, this is not what this is about, right? So anyway, they did this. I don't want to go into the details of the study, but it was a, a, a bunch of authors who essentially concluded that it doesn't do any good and it actually is harmful. So it kind of goes along with um, what a lot of the establishment people think. Most people think it doesn't really do anything. But they needed to find out. There's several trials ongoing in the in the world at the moment. So it's not just this trial. How, is this, is, was this trial, um, uh, was this recent or is this something that's been going on for a while? Because presumably it takes a while to, to organise 96,000 people. Good question. And it's a funny study. So it's based on um, a company who are using who who are who can get the data called Surgisphere, and the company is owned by one of the authors, so there's immediately a red flag, and they apparently get their well, data. Not necessarily, but there is clearly a conflict of interest there. It still might be valid. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, after it was published, um, obviously there was a lot of media attention because everyone was saying Donald Trump, what a moron! He's totally wrong. Look, it's harmful. <laughs> what are you doing? Don't take it, fools. Everyone's so keen to jump on the bandwagon, aren't they? Depending which way. But the, it's the got this paper. Turns. This paper has serious problems. Okay, what's wrong? Um, there's a letter recently been um, uh, an open letter recently been, been signed by more than 180 scientists, including people like Neil Ferguson, who's that epidemiologist who broke. Uh, well, he's actually extremely well respected epidemiologist, but he got in trouble in the newspapers because he broke lockdown. Yeah. Um, anyway. I'm not going to go through all of the problems which they flag, but here are a few of them. They say there's in inadequate inadequate adjustment for confounders. Okay. So they didn't properly balance out other things which may be causing the observed differences rather than the hydroxychloroquine itself. Right. They haven't adhered to standard practices in the statistics community. They've not released their code or their data. Um, there's no ethics review, apparently. Um, there's no mention of the countries or hospitals that contributed to the data. None of this means that the data is not right. That just means data that people from, don't follow the rules. Data from Australia not compatible with government reports. Um, it goes on and on and on. There's yeah, like well, about 14 I'm, I'm, of these. Nick, I'm fine with that. Basically, they're saying they didn't play by the rules. But it doesn't mean the science is... In, in, Who are you, Dominic rules. Cummins? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Anyway, there's been a bit of a kickback to this. So the Lancet's today, or yesterday, sorry, now, published a notice of concern. Um, is, that, is that like a yellow card that, that, um, that uh, journal editors can... It's kind of their fault if they published it, isn't it? Like, well, that's their responsibility to check these the, things. The, the, the people who have signed this thing have also requested various things... Um, the company Surgisphere provides details on data provenance. This means the, you know you should be able to share the aggregate page, pay, pay, yeah, sure. patient data, um, and there's all other types of stuff that they're requesting. Anyway, there's um, they've also so I went on the company's websites and they've got a notice on the website as well, sort of trying to to. Um, but yeah, when when the scientist the magazine there was a really good article um, written in the scientist by Catherine Offord which kind of covers this and you can you can look it up if, if you like but it basically sort of goes into the background of um, talks to all of the people who are involved in signing the authors 
there's no response to the other nine points in the in the letter and now when this journalist has gone back they found this scientist um who's the lead author um there are other quite strange things going on um, mm -hmm. he's been currently investigated for four counts of misconduct in the US so um according oh, to Catherine yeah. often so yeah so it's quite an interesting one and we'll, we should watch how it develops I, I understand those, those those checks and balances are there for a reason but ultimately you know if you did find something that was you know that was that had high efficacy you probably want to rush it out a little bit given the state of the world right given given that people were di dying and, and and the whole world the entire global economy is shut down so 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 if there ever was an excuse for it <laughs> this is probably one i would think well, i but disagree because i think that the harm of doing something which is actually wrong or grossly inaccurate or kind of slightly malevolent i'm not saying mm. this is the case and this is worse so it's better to do things properly um and tickle you know dot all the i's and cross all the t's because then you leave yourself open to this sort of criticism thing that's played out in the media whereby there becomes a hysteria you know it's the same with that vaccine trial mm. now, that was published without any appropriate ethics or a very small patient of us now there's a whole movement based on anti-vaccine so the, the kind of the problems with this paper could possibly turn into something quite similar because it will be used as evidence of saying, well, actually, the establishment are all, you know, they don't even know what they think. They don't yeah. even know what they think. <laughs>